You know, guys want different things. Sometimes they want you to burp on command. Sometimes they want like natural burps from like soda or eating something. Mm. Sometimes they want you to burp their name. <laughs> Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm Joe Sanigato. I'm Greg Dybeck. For anyone out there that wants to be a part of the show, uh, if you want to be a guest, you can definitely hit us up. Uh, don't hesitate. Go to our website, oplshow.com, or just send us an email directly at oplpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you want to join our Patreon community, head over to patreon.com slash oplshow. You'll get weekly bonus episodes that are behind-the-scenes episodes, so you can see us prepare for these episodes and know what topic is coming up uh, before the actual episode drops. And you'll also be part of our Helping Other People initiative, and you'll help us decide how to spend a portion of each month's Patreon funds to go to some sort of charity or charitable venture. So check out patreon.com slash oplshow. Today, we are speaking with a woman who burps for a living. Uh, at least that's what the subject line of her email read. And she is an OnlyFans model, except none of her content is explicit. Instead, she makes burping videos for people who have a burping fetish, or as she called them in her email, her burp boys. Uh, so talk about finding a niche in business. But we've got her on the line right now. And as always, thanks for taking the time to be on the show today. Of course. So my first question, a little different this week, but I, I want to know how you found out that you were a good burper and when you first realized it's something you could profit from. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, um, I've always been able to like burp on command, like little burps, you know, like a lot of people can do that. Right. And yeah. I, um, I had a YouTube channel when I was like a teenager and I just made like stupid little videos you'd expect a teenage girl to make like makeup or like clothing hauls, stuff like that. And I think I, I can't remember how it happened, but I accidentally burped in a video and someone commented and said, whoa, you should do that more. That was awesome. Like, I'll definitely <laughs> subscribe if you do. And I had no idea what was going on. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. And I was getting like a bunch of views from like just making burping videos. And then eventually I caught on like, okay, this is a thing. I should probably stop because I'm a minor. <laughs> mm. So this one YouTube comment kind of like was the catalyst to now yep. what you're doing for a living yes i feel like that's a little similar because i feel like <laughs> at least for, i don't know how old you are but uh for for me growing up like the internet was like very new and then that's when i found out like what like foot fetishes were or yeah whatever, because there'd be like youtube comments of like ooh feet or like you get like a <laughs> message from like a, a, an account with no picture like oh the can you send a picture of your foot or something like that <laughs> so it's 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 interesting that there was this one comment like, oh, that was a cool burp. Can you do that again? And and now, um, you know, you're you're kind of where you're at now. So uh, so this was how long ago that you were making, were you making actual burping content on this YouTube channel? And then eventually were like, chill, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah, I was, I was. Because at first, like, I don't know. I didn't like completely get it, but I did understand like from what people were commenting, like I, I just thought like, oh, they think it's hot. That's cool. I'm just gonna keep doing it. You know what I mean? But this so what, is what, were, I, what were these videos like? It was just you standing there and burping? Yeah, I would just sit on my bedroom floor and like chug soda and burp and talk. Wow. I, and <laughs> there's no you didn't have any sort of burping fetish yourself, right? It was no. literally just sparked by oh, there's a niche here or people want to see this content. I might as well try to. Right. Make it. Wow. Okay. So. 
how how eventually you so you kind of like shut that down at a certain point because you said you were underage. At what point did you kind of pick it up and realize like oh this would you know work perfectly on OnlyFans? Um, it was like you know during the pandemic like uh, OnlyFans really kind of popped off. It popped off. Excuse me. Everyone was doing it. And I didn't want to do it, like, all the way, you know what I mean? But I thought back to whenever I used to do the burping thing, and I was like, well, I'm older now. I'm a little more comfortable, and I'm kind of hurting for money. So I might as well see if they remember me, and sure enough, they did. Oh, wow. So did it, when you first signed up, was it sort of a slow start, and you just started gaining popularity, or did a bunch of people just kind of flood to your page? Um. It, it was a bunch of people because there's, um, I remember in the video you guys did with the, the sneeze fetish girl, mm-hmm. she said there was a forum. So there's a right. forum for the burp fetish as well. So I just went on the forum and said, hey guys, it's me, I'm back, do you remember me? Would you subscribe to this if I made it? And a ton of people were like, heck yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to exaggerate this, but this is just really good business sense you know to (laughs) like with the goal of making money from this like seriously it sounds simple but you're just you're this is something that i think a lot of people would think about it kind of falls in that category of oh if i did this it would probably work but then they never actually do it and you just took the simple somewhat obvious steps in front of you uh but actually did it and wow people just signed up right away and and you were just like charging them from the beginning and how much do you charge for burping videos um well my subscription on OnlyFans is ten dollars a month but i also sell like custom videos for like five dollars per minute and what is it what does a custom video usually like entail they want you to like uh how does how does it differ from a regular burping video it depends what they ask for you know guys want different things sometimes they want you to burp on command sometimes they want like natural burps from like soda or eating something Mm. sometimes they want you to burp their name (laughs) okay i think uh i think early on this is a good good part because i know we have a bunch of questions uh, about kind of how you run this page and the customers and, and interactions but you sent us a video which is awesome of you burping. I guess this is one of your OnlyFans videos, and uh, I think letting people kind of realize what this entails before we go any deeper would be helpful for them. So, I am going to play. Uh, if you're listening, you'll hear the audio. If you watch the show at YouTube.com/slash/OtherPeople'sLives, you can actually see the video uh, of what what you would get if you are subscribed to her OnlyFans. So, here goes nothing. and there we have it that was a burp that last one jesus i didn't know what to expect but like damn you can burp like i watched that and was thinking that's a talent like also, people can't just do that on command that's, that's serious are, burping yeah those are deep burps thank you very much what do you like i mean now that you're a professional uh and you can like kind of gauge from your audience like what is usually like popular like what do people like look for in like like what makes a good burp like how loud it is or how long it lasts or, or like a combination um, it really depends on the person i think most people from what I can tell anyway, prefer length. 
over anything, but they loudness is a factor and also like consistency, if that makes sense. So it's the size of the burp. Si- yeah, size matters in the burp world. Si- size of the size of the burp. Burt. <laughs> so what we just listened to was that you forcing those burps or did you just chug a bunch of soda yes that was that was me forcing the burps that's kind of wait incredible. you did that without any sort of like carbonated drink no i just i swallowed air jeez you are a professional <laughs> if i had this i'd be very like this fetish i'd be like well i know where i'm going right after this <laughs> signing up um so when you when you started the OnlyFans, like you know, you said that there was like a bunch of people uh, use the forum. Uh, so when you put it out there, like in the first day, like how many people signed up? Um, probably about fifty or sixty. Which I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but for ten dollars a month, I mean, no, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's ten dollars a month. You're burping, and it's day one of your OnlyFans. I'd say that's yeah. pretty good. I'd say that's fucking solid. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you've, you've been using that and, uh, you know, getting that at what point did you kind of say like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And like, is it the only source of income you have now? And it's, it's something you kind of treat full time. It, it is the only source of income I have right now. Um, at the time that I started, I was actually unemployed. I had just quit my job. So I was just kind of taking a leap of faith, but after that first month, I had made a significant amount where I'm like, okay, I can, I can pay the bills with this. So I just kept going. That's wild. Like you, this is really your full-time job to burp. Yes. <laughs> How long ago did you start it? You said during the pandemic, but like, like a year ago? Um, probably a little less than a year ago. Wow. Is there, and if you're not comfortable answering this, totally fine, but even a range of like financially what, what you're pulling in a month from this OnlyFans? Um, so since I've started, it's gone up every month. So I don't know. Like, I would have to look to give you an exact number. But there's clear, like, growth. Yes. And I assume, you know, this is a very niche sort of thing. I like, I mean, I, I don't, I can't, I don't know of any, I also am not interested in it, but I don't know of any, like, burp fetish OnlyFans. So I assume anyone who goes onto OnlyFans and types in, like, burping mm-hmm. or something or searching for something, then you would sort of pop up. Is that usually how people sort of find you or is it more through these forums um it's like that it's through the forums and i also have like twitter instagram youtube where i kind of like promote myself gotcha this is a full-fledged marketing uh, plan yeah full marketing plan full operation like i won't be surprised if you have an intern next time we speak to you this is (laughs) awesome brick and mortar store people coming in for burps wow (laughs) Uh, now so you're so open about this then uh do you tell your friends do you tell your family or is this a secret part of your life um i'm yeah i'm pretty much completely open about it um my family knows about it my parents are very supportive they think it's awesome (laughs) that's so cool yeah i was gonna say it was probably hard to you know hide something like this if you're promoting it over you know everything Mm -hmm. also just like your friends eventually are going to be like, you know, you're burping out here. Uh, how often do you post on this as well? Was it every day? Yes, every day. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. post? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, I mean, $10, $10 is kind of steep. Not saying change it. I mean, I think you nailed it. But that's <laughs> when you when you now put that in the context of a video a day for someone with a burping fetish, that's 
you get to wake up to to new burps. That's definitely worth it. <laughs> That's less than a dollar for a burp per day. Right. So, so that is a good price. Yeah, I try to make it worth it. Wow. Do people ask you to burp? Like, is it if you like if you're a comedian and you go out and your friends are like, "Be funny, tell a joke." Are people just want you to burp all the time, or do they kind of leave you alone? Um. They kind of leave me alone. Honestly, it's more so the other way around where I do it to try to be funny. And my friends are like, shut up. Like, that's enough. She's like, listen, this is my job. All right. Yeah. I'm, shut up. <laughs> I'm practicing. We actually, I had a friend growing up, this kid, David, who could burp on command. And we used to make him burp all the time. And funny enough, we would make him burp our names, too. So I guess really? I kind of understand. Yeah. We'd be like, yo, do my name. <laughs> and he would like burp and like say our name. And like, we were just like, oh, God. And do you actually call your fans the burp boys? I do, yes. That is That's, amazing. I could see that helping a lot too. Like if I was subscribed and the girl burping was then like, yeah, burp boys, love you guys, see you tomorrow. I would really feel like I'm part of something, a community. Yeah, I, that's what I try to do. There's definitely a merch opportunity in the future here with the burp boys. Ooh, you're right. There you go. Yeah, we're going to talk to you after the show. Yeah, we're nice. going <laughs> to we have a, uh, I'm writing uh, up a contract as we speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, so the, I do want to shift the tone a bit because there was something in your email that really stuck out that is, you know, I think kind of the core of the show in a way. And you wrote, every day I hear my customers talk about how they are embarrassed and ashamed of their fetish and it breaks my heart. They're just normal dudes who like what they like. It doesn't hurt anyone. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Uh, that's like, I, I know we're laughing about burps, but you know, it's pretty powerful the way that you put it. Yeah. So obviously when I first started doing this again, it was just for money purposes, like strictly, but I still like, I don't know, maybe it's just the way I am. I can't like treat people like just like customers. I want to be their friends too. Like there's messaging on OnlyFans, and like, I talk to like some of these guys like every single day and I feel like they're genuinely my friends. And they like will confide in me about this. And it makes me so sad. Like so many of them are just ashamed and they feel gross. Hmm. And I don't want them to feel that way. Yeah, it's kind of like where you're so open about this. You know, these are the people consuming it. But likely in their life, they are hiding this or maybe even just terrified of it ever leaking. You know, if someone saw their phone, saw a burp video, um, you know, this is just a secret that they have to keep to themselves with, with the fear of like being embarrassed if it comes out and that's that's a burden i mean that's with so many people that we've spoken to on the show and kind of with any fetish uh that that has to weigh on you mm -hmm, definitely it it makes me pretty sad and that's like wh one of the big reasons why i reached out to you guys because i know i can't like change the world and make it a normal accepted fetish or anything but if i can just like make at least a few people who watch this who have this fetish feel better about themselves then i'll feel good yeah, I mean, I, I think that you came to the right place. It's kind of like, you know, maybe not our original, like one of the reasons why we started out doing the show, but as we did like the first few episodes, we started to realize that we could also help create this sort of space and destigmatize a lot of these things because a lot of the things are sort of interconnected and mm -hmm. people are into certain things for the same reasons. They're just slightly different. Right. Um, so definitely, you know, something like this, and, and that's why we love having these conversations, because it's like, 
when you don't know anyone who indulges in some a certain fetish, it's easy to write it off and be like, these people are crazy or they right. just got crazy haircuts and they look like this and that. And like, <laughs> you know, you have this idea in your head. But when you just talk to people and then it's like, yeah, everyone's just like completely super normal. Like we've never talked to anyone that had some sort of strange fetish and they were just like, you know, lunatics. Like it's right. never the case. It's like this one part of their life that they choose to indulge in. And mm -hmm. we say this all the time. It's actually like, I think it's super... Uh, like uh, awesome that you know you can recognize like okay I'm into this thing and yes it's a little weird but like fuck it it makes me happy I'm gonna fucking do it anyway absolutely yeah and it's it's cool that you have that perspective about these people because someone could also easily jump into your role understand that there's money to be made but it sounds like it's more of a service that you're providing like obviously you know you're not a therapist for these people but that extra touch the communication uh understanding that now you're making content for people who may be ashamed and i'm sure that shows through in your work honestly and and makes them feel comfortable and makes them feel you know beyond just enjoying how skilled you are at burping which you are it's just someone in front of them that gets them that understands them that's saying you're not strange at all and now here's the thing that you like and you know you you almost can't put a price tag on that right there's talk so, talking up your business big time right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> um but yeah i think i think um you know it is it is super interesting but like have you thought about um you know in the in the future how to sort of grow this or you know how you would I guess this is is this always going to be some sort of like supplemental income for you or have you thought about you know other things professionally um, I don't know I guess I'd I don't know where else to go from here hmm. yeah I mean it's so interesting because I feel like with the emergence of OnlyFans it's like a lot of things that were sort of taboo have now been destigmatized and it's almost yes. become super normal. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I am not like, I think it's possible that being someone who is just like a straight up, I do burp fetish, uh, like work could be like, I do like fetish work, sort of like a dominatrix and like, that's your profession. Like, I think that's like possible with the emergence of something like OnlyFans, with, especially with the amount of people on it. I mean, there's people right. making millions of dollars doing this, mm -hmm. but, uh, so I, I do think it's like interesting and, and maybe it is like an unfair question. I mean, you just started doing it. It's kind of like, dude, I don't fucking know. Like I just started doing this. It's kind of fun. Um, but it is like a possibility that, you know, you could sort of take this to a, a certain sort of level. So, I mean, also a, a question I had is, you know, when you first started doing it, when you were younger, you kind of felt like, oh, this is a little uncomfortable, but now, um, and you said like, now I'm a little more, more comfortable and older, like I'll, I'll start doing it. Do you feel like you're completely comfortable with this? And like, you've, you know, sort of got a grasp on, you know, what these people are getting from it and you're not like weirded out by that mm -hmm. or anything. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm completely comfortable now, honestly. Nice. That's good. Do you, are there ever situations where people cross a boundary or reach out or ask too much of you? Not really. No, honestly, like on YouTube, it was a different story because anybody can watch it for free and say whatever they want. Right. Mm -hmm. But on OnlyFans, they're paying you for a service. So there's already this like, I don't want to say boundary. I don't know what word I'm looking for, but they're just so much more respectful when they're willing mm -hmm. to pay for a service, if that makes sense. 
Right. That would be like paying to go to a concert and then booing your favorite artist. You'd yeah. Like, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> that's you a know? good point. Yeah, that's a good point. There's no random person stumbling upon it, leaving their opinions and comments. Got it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, do you, I'm very curious, people burp all the time. Like you hear people burp in public and restaurants, wherever. Do you find yourself judging people's burps? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I don't know. I guess so. I haven't really thought about that, but yeah, I totally do. <laughs> and you must know you're a better burper than most people. Uh, you know, most of the time, most of the time. There are people who are better than me, believe it or not. I was going to say, do you ever hear someone burp and you go, they could be making cash right now. <laughs> yes, yes. I've told some of my friends, like, dude, you need to do this. You could be so rich right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. And again, like, I know... Don't tell us a number. And you said it's growing each month and that's awesome. But is this, so you said you were unemployed. So is it like, cool, now I'm like back at the place I'd be if I had a similar to job to the one that I did have? Or are you like, whoa, I'm starting to or could be making more money than I ever realized I could make? Oh, I don't think it's quite reached that point yet. You know, right now it's like I can pay the bills and I can save up a little bit. But nice. it's growing every month, so hopefully it keeps going that way. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 really impressive, and it's cool. It's cool to hear this side. We we talk to a lot of people with fetishes, and uh, that's I think why your email really stuck out. Is it's it's in the fetish world, which makes sense for us. But you know, you're on this this other side where you're kind of feeding people with the fetish, uh, for lack of a better word. Uh, but again, like I said before with such a great perspective it seems like a fun attitude and with empathy and that that's really cool i'm just sure that they appreciate that so much i hope so also like you said you do like custom videos is that like typical like do people usually do that like are you making a good amount of you know your income from custom videos as well oh yeah um more than half the money i make on OnlyFans is from just from custom videos wow what what are some of the more outlandish requests you've received? Oh, geez. Um, I have people who want me to like do role play scenarios. Go like on. you're out to dinner or something? Right, right, yeah. Okay, so they'll be like, oh, just act out this sort of scene. Mm -hmm. And then you could charge them whatever they, whatever you want for this video. Right, yeah. And well, how long are the videos that you usually make every single day? Um, it depends because I charge for minute per minute. Excuse me. So it just depends uh, how much they want. I think the most you. I do is like 10 minutes tops because I kind of live out in the sticks. So my upload speed is really slow. <laughs> yeah. So I have to like have a limit so I can make enough each day. Also, I didn't even know you could burp for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds <Seriously>. exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, do you see yourself getting better? Like as like this is your skill and it's your job. Do you kind of is it like when you start running and you're like, "Oh, I see my cardio getting better. I can run longer or <laughs> run faster." Absolutely. Absolutely, cuz I do it every day, so I can I can tell I'm getting better. And there are different <laughs> techniques that I'm trying to learn. And Ooh. I'm getting better at those every day, but What's a burp technique? And, f and yeah. feel free to sh feel free to show it off if you want to practice on the show. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so um, there's the gulping technique and the inhale technique. 
and gulping is obviously where you just like swallow air but mm-hmm. inhale is like gosh i don't even know how to explain it because i like i can't do it as hard as i try you just like inhale air into your stomach and then burp it out this is wow scientific i yeah, yeah I'm, like this... trying to imagine what that would be like so what are the mechanics of just a normal burp because i like <sighs> sucking in air I, i'm trying to imagine what that's like um well i it? i just do the gulping technique so it's just like it's just like swallowing anything except it's air right so there's no gravity helping you out so you kind of have to like push it down with the back of your tongue if that makes sense and then how do you burp it up you just do i guess i know yeah it's so hard to explain <laughs> i like can't burp you, right now i'm like trying to burp you want her spot. to be like well you contract your esophagus <laughs> right like <laughs> how's she gonna answer that yeah, no, I know. And, and I don't want you to give away any secrets, but yeah, I guess you, you just do it. Uh, I have a complete, like, I have no understanding of this because, like, I, like, can't burp. Oh, yeah, you don't know how to burp, right? Oh, you yeah. can't burp at all? I I can't. Like, I, it's only happened, like, it'll happen a few times, uh, but, like, I don't even know it's coming. Like, it'll just, like, uh-huh. come out, and I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, I'd be like, I don't know what that was, but I can't burp. Like, when I... You know, you when you're younger and you're playing fucking flip cup or beer pong with your friends, you're drinking a lot of like shitty beer. It uh-huh. just makes you super bloated. Like I can't burp. So after a while, I'm like, oh bro, I can't gosh. play this. Like I'm gonna die. Hanging out with Joe, if you just ate or he's been drinking, is that why you do those little air puffs? Like instead of yes. burping, he's sitting around and you just hear like, <gasps> yes. <laughs> and he's like breathing out, and it's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yes, that's it. The whole time, I'm telling you for like hours. Because it comes, it comes up, and it feels like it's in, like, my throat, like a little bit, uh-huh. and then like, and then it just kind of like comes out normally, like I'm exhaling. So, but it's like, yeah, Greg, you can, like you could like hear it or whatever. Oh, like geez. you've seen like people do that, like when people are like drunk and it's, they have like a half hiccup thing where it's like, and then it's it just like air comes out. It's not like a full hiccup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of like that. But I can't burp. Like I wish I could. I wish I knew how. But it's just not innate in my body. I guess like. <laughs> That's, no one ever taught that's me. That's strange. You must be. Yeah. I know. I wish outlier. I could. It'd be so much better. It'd be like less bloated when you're like. Right. Yeah, things. it helps. That's I know, so dude. I'm, I'm living in fucking misery over here. <laughs> it, it looks like you're in pain to, to be around you when you're doing that. It's, no, it doesn't hurt. I do get. I used to get bad hiccups, though. Like I've had at your wedding at Greg's wedding. I had hiccups for like 40 minutes. I left. He didn't even say goodbye to me at my own wedding because apparently his his hiccups were so bad. He just disappeared. Uh-huh. Also anyway. had like three. Also had a couple bottles of champagne. That's a different story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a great time. Um, but yeah, no, this is uh, this is so cool. This is so interesting. And, you know, want to give you kind of the platform for maybe even to expand on what you said before. And you said kind of the reason that you came on the show, you know, just to help normalize these things. Uh, but anything else that you would want to say to anyone listening with a burp fetish that you know might be ashamed or or maybe hasn't been able to admit it to themselves or honestly even anyone on your side who is like man i feel like i could make something if i take this step to to do this thing to create this content or start this business but maybe they're worried how people will will perceive them because it's unconventional Mm -hmm. um hmm. as far as on my side i would say um as long as you're comfortable go for it and once you start seeing the money come in, like all that discomfort's gonna disappear. Like you'll be totally confident and you're you're gonna love it, trust me. 
Um, as far as the people who have the burp fetish go, um, hmm. I guess if you're ashamed, like, I like to think of it or explain it like, I mean, people fetishize things all the time. You know what I mean? Like, breasts, for example, there's nothing sexual about them. They're for feeding babies, but everyone mm. fetishizes them. But that's seen as normal because, like, a lot of people have that. And so I say, mm. like, the burp thing is exactly the same. There's nothing sexual about it, but it's fetishized. So you shouldn't feel weird just because it's less people that like it because it's totally normal. People do that all the time with different things. Hmm. It's kind of true when you put it like that. Yeah, that's a really strong example. Honestly, we've we've asked this question so many times, and uh, that kind of puts that in perspective in a very clear way. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. So thank you for that, and also thank you for coming on and, and speaking uh, to us today and taking the time and uh, you know indulging us and uh, letting us uh, you know kind of poke our heads into your burping world. Yeah, absolutely. Like, honorary burp boys <laughs> yes absolutely yeah and we'll be in touch after we'll get the merch line going we'll get the podcast going yeah there's, go. there's a lot a lot we're gonna <laughs> take over the burp world but we, we got the right person steering the ship that's for sure awesome awesome well thank you so much yes thank you have a good See one Bye. you too All right, before we move on, we do have a sponsor for today's show, which is Magic Spoon. Uh, Magic Spoon is like, is, is a new cereal. You know, there's a lot of cereals out there that are too sugary. It's not really good. You know, we were told that it was really good for us, I guess, at a young age, and it actually isn't. It makes you more sluggish, not super healthy. Um, but yeah, we have Magic Spoon. It's, a, it's basically a cereal. So now I can start eating cereal again because I refuse to eat the sugary madness that is, you know, in the cereal aisle. Um, but this cereal, zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving, okay? Only 140 calories a serving, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb, okay? And it tastes good. That's the biggest thing. Because you would think with all these things, you'd be like, well, it probably tastes like the box. No, it actually tastes, it actually tastes really good. Uh, there's a variety pack. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. My favorite, my favorite is the cocoa obviously, uh, but it's great. So I love it. My favorite one is the cocoa one. It tastes, you know, it tastes like the cereals that you know and love, but you know that you're not putting poison in your body because, you know, you're getting protein. Uh, you're not putting a lot of cal calories in your body and, you know, gluten-free, grain-free, all these things. Like it's just, it's just great. Um, you can go to magicspoon.com slash OPL to grab a variety pack and try it out today and be sure to use our promo code OPL at checkout to save $5 off of your order. Okay. And uh, Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Okay, so you got nothing to lose there, but I'm telling you, you're gonna like it. Uh, magicspoon.com slash OPL and use the code OPL for $5 off. Today's episode is also sponsored by Pay the Price, a new trivia party game with hilarious consequences. Full disclosure, Joe and I invented this game. We came up with every single card in it, and we think it's going to take your game night to the next level. And the rules are simple. First, players ask each other trivia questions like, I just pulled a card here. This says, the summer solstice occurs during which month of the year? So if you would have gotten that card right, you keep the card. That's a point. But if you would have gotten it wrong, then you draw a consequence card. 
Now, consequences are kind of fun, embarrassing uh, challenges that you can complete for points. So I just pulled two random ones here. This one says, let the youngest player give you a face tattoo with a pen or marker. And this other one, a bit more extreme, says, call one of your parents and ask when the last time they had sex was. If they don't answer, text them. Uh, that's fun. So you basically don't have to be good at trivia to win. You just have to be brave enough to complete the consequences. If you get trivia wrong, uh, it ends up being a wild night. You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing your friends. A lot of new memories. But you can get your copy of Pay the Price today and start plan planning your game night by heading over to paythepricegame.com. And it's also available on Amazon uh, in the U.S. and Canada. And as always, thank you guys for supporting. I love so her. What? I love her. <laughs> no, yeah, she's super cool. She's. I like that she kind of dove into this the same way that we did into this like world of learning more about like fetishes and you know unique and strange things about certain people. And immediately she had like sort of the same response that we had. They were like, "Oh man, you kind of feel like you want to." protect this thing mm -hmm. you know like you feel like a responsibility of like you know I, I i don't want people to feel like they can't indulge in some sort of fetish or, or do whatever it kind of makes them happy i i enjoy that she had that sort of thing it kind of reminded me of when we like were talking about this at first in your apartment and then started recording them and we quickly came to realize that, so that was cool. yeah and and that's the thing is like we're not heroes for anything we do like that's not even a question but i th i hope we're good like representatives like i hope with her too like to just have the empathy like you can still have fun with this you can still be shocked you can still understand things are strange to you or not normal but just that underlying empathy to you know understand the the audience the people that you're talking to and not going back into the days of uh my strange addiction you know and and just right. pure exploiting and uh that's cool like the way she approaches this and like you just said, like to protect it almost. And, and she probably feels protective over her customers and they are customers. Like she's giving them customer service. She's giving them a product uh, and just really, really cool how well put together this, this whole operation is that she's created. No, yeah, I think it's, I think it's interesting. And, and yeah, I, honestly, that thought didn't hit me until I said it, you know, in real time on the, on the show is that this could very well be like a permanent sort of thing with technology and with all these things. And one thing, I mean, we've learned that's like obvious now at this point from doing the show is that there's a community and there's a lot of people who are into everything. So anytime we talk to anyone, there's always some sort of convention, there's forums, there's groups, and there's like people you meet that have similar interests or whatever. There's stuff online for that. And if you are able to, you know, provide uh, some sort of indulgence for these people, you could this could be your full-time job seriously you know? like and why would there be anything wrong with that it's how is that different than finding any other niche or any other community or thing that people are interested in and again like her just providing the service yeah she's going to make money from this but that's a fair exchange of goods people are paying money and they enjoy yeah. what they're getting they don't have to pay for this these are people with the fetish and that's really not different it's way it's not malicious and it's sounds way more ethical than what half the giant corporations do or just trying to understand people's buying habits you know marketing yeah, or, yeah. or just any business what's what's something that's missing what's a hole that i can fill a product that i could put in there 
and yeah it's cool like not i know we could easily the two of us get like super businessy about <laughs> this whole thing um core of the market <laughs> but what i like is you know it she if she's the type of person who's just gonna go after things and and say like oh there's something here i'm just gonna do what i feel that's cool but that's not innate in a lot of people and that's what stops a lot of people from exploring potential opportunities or you know if she ignored that youtube comment and never tried then she wouldn't be where she is and she seems really happy with what she's doing and i just think that's a cool lesson for anyone for any theme any topic like whatever it is you have that feeling sometimes of like oh if i did this and that then this could happen and like the path is right there but and eh, people might think i'm weird or eh, am i really like cut out to do that and then they just don't take the steps to try that thing and this is such a cool example of she just saw this like unconventional path followed it it snowballed into you know the next step for her to take and now she's doing something that she really wants to do that's really cool to hear I know we're talking no, about yeah. burping and OnlyFans, but it's the same lesson is there no matter what you apply it to. Yeah, that's why I think it's so interesting that like, you know, I, I just think it's a it's a interesting time for businesses. I mean, I think because me and you have a, a like a similar interest in like businesses and like creative and creating things from the ground and whatever, blah, blah, blah. I just find it all to be interesting because like there's new things popping up. Like there would always be like, you go to college, you get a job and do this. And like now it's obviously like the entrepreneurial boom. Mm -hmm. uh, we're essentially living in with like apps and you know, whatever. Uh, but this is sort of like a trailblazing, like you could be a pioneer in like the fetish industry. I mean, there was always like dominatrix and stuff, but you had to like go to a place and it was like, like this is like, you can be anonymous, you can indulge in this thing and there's a there's a platform for mm -hmm. it now and you don't have to like go diving deep on the Reddit forums to find videos from the nineties of someone burping or some shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't know. I think it's I think it's just interesting that these things are popping up and that it's becoming a possibility and because of that, everything's gonna be uh destigmatized. I think with the emergence of OnlyFans and a lot of people, you know, now doing amateur porn, uh, there's way less of a stigma on it mm -hmm. like on sex work you know what i mean yeah. so in a way it's like you know these people are making money and also uh you know obviously there's going to be the people who don't really agree with it but what are you going to do that's for everything but um they're making money but also sort of creating some sort of like awareness in a way yeah, so it yeah. is interesting that all these things are happening simultaneously like right now yeah no really yeah interesting takeaway cool cool perspective kind of seeing the, the fetish supplier, not just the person with the fetish. Uh, really great. And uh, yeah, if we if she's open to it, then we'll leave her links like her OnlyFans. She mentioned YouTube, Instagram. We'll drop all that uh, in the show notes on the podcast or if you watch on YouTube in the description uh, so that anyone interested in following her or checking her out can find her there. Yeah. And anyone interested in being a guest on the show, you guys can... Uh Hit us up on our email, opopodcast at gmail.com, or go to our website, oplshow.com, and fill out the form and send us an email, and maybe you'll be on. Yeah, follow us at uh, on Instagram at oplpodcast. Join the Patreon at patreon.com slash oplshow, and uh, help us make our new trivia party game the best-selling game in the world. In the world. Pay the price. Go to paythepricegame.com. Get yourself a copy. Tell your friends about it. And when you play the game, send us videos of it too, because 
we want to see you guys play the game and enjoy it all right and uh that is all see you guys next time Thank you.